Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Hi everyone, I'm Steve Smith with Automotive News. Welcome to Daily Drive for Friday, October 15th. The last two years have been interesting and dynamic times for automotive dealers. They've had to weather a pandemic and are continuing to navigate a shortage of new vehicle inventory. Like many other businesses, some are also having trouble finding employees. At the same time, many are making investments in areas like digital retailing and looking to the future and thinking how the oncoming wave of electric vehicles might impact everything from the showroom to the service bay. And through it all, record profitability. Jonathan Sharif, CEO of Miami-based South Motors, is among those automotive dealers navigating these market dynamics. And despite it all, he says business has been very good, and he is feeling optimistic about the fourth quarter and 2022. Still, he does not believe new vehicle inventory will return to normal until late 2022 or even early 2023. And even then, he believes there's a new normal of inventory that will emerge. And in his opinion, it's substantially less than 45 to 90 day supply. When it comes to digital retailing and preparing for changes ahead as a result of increased regulation surrounding privacy of consumer data, Sharif says he still sees plenty of opportunity to engage consumers and has established some partnerships that help complement the first-party data South Motors collects. How else are Sharif and his team preparing for a future where digital retailing is paramount? What's the company considering as growth in EVs translates into less maintenance in the service bay? And how have the last two years impacted employee morale? We've reached South Motors CEO Jonathan Sharif at his office in South Florida. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining me today on the Daily Drive podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Steve, and thank you for having me today. I'm looking forward to uh, spending a few minutes with you. What's going on in the dealer space is always of very interest to our, to our readers and our subscribers and our listeners. Why don't we start with that? What's the state of the business uh, for your rooftops on the sales side and maybe even a little bit on the service side? You know, um, very interesting times as we're all experiencing um, with the shortage of inventory um, both on the new car side and as well as the parts side. You know, interestingly enough, we're different than the typical, well, used car dealers because used car dealers are out um, searching for used cars, but we have a lot of cars coming back because we're a big lease market down here in Florida. So we have a good amount of inventory coming in through our um, lease customers for our pre-owned lots. So on the pre-owned side, we're we're not being affected on that other than we're seeing our grosses are up and when we're wholesaling our pieces, um, the profits are extremely, extremely high. But going back to the new car side, it's an issue. Um, it's an issue and an opportunity at the same time. An issue is that um, the cars are not available as we or the customers would like, but it's a great opportunity because we're maximizing both on the front end and the back end our grosses that we've never seen before, um, such as they are, and it reflects back both on profitability for ourselves, but most important is what our management team is making, what our salesmen are earning, um, 
monies that one would never, ever expect. And I'm really happy for them and happy for us. So we're going into Q4 and we're hearing right now some maybe concerning economic uh, news this week. The IMF slashed economic forecast for the U.S. and other countries. Signs of waning consumer confidence, two back-to-back poor job reports. This week, Biden and, and the administration is meeting with, with industry leaders on the supply chain shortage. That's a lot of economic, perhaps, headwinds. What's your forecast for your business in Q4? Well, you know, interestingly enough, again, you know, it's on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Um, but the fact is, is we as retailers are not seeing it today the consumer confidence going away. If anything, we're seeing a pent-up demand and the consumer's willing to spend the money to replace their new car and or their used car. So it hasn't uh, trickled down as of yet. I know that there's been discussion if and what does occur and will interest rates rise, um, and that's something that the Fed will be looking at, and hopefully it will not rise um, because, again, we'll, that will also have an effect on consumer confidence. But the fact is, today, we're not seeing an impact. And am I concerned about it in the future? I don't know if it's going to have an effect in automotive sales because, again, the pent-up demand, the lack of inventory, I think we're going to have um, that business is there today and will be there tomorrow um, with whatever changes in the economy. So when do you think new vehicle inventories are going to return to normal? You know, that's the uh, $50 million question. But in my opinion, we're not going to see um, anything change until um, fourth quarter of 22 um, and or first quarter of 23 for what we call normal. And normal, there'll be a new normal. It won't be, in my opinion, what it once was with the day supplies um, you know, 45 to 90 day supply of inventory and everything you read about and everything you talk when you're talking to the manufacturers. Um, I don't uh, I don't believe they'll ever have the same amount of cars on the ground. Um, if you look at the manufacturers profitability, it's at all time high um, with that's taking into account factory shutdowns. Um, lack of cars, and it goes back to not have to throwing out there the same amount of incentive and or support to the dealers or to the consumers to move that car. So it's transitioned to be a very profitable, uh, both for both the OEM and for the retail. Any forecast in terms of what you think the new normal average day supply will be? Are we talking 20s, 30s? I tend to believe that you're correct between the 20 and 30 day supply. Um, manufacturers are looking at um, pre-sales, uh, selling ahead so they can build accordingly. Gives them a better understanding of what the consumer's demand is and also how to uh, build uh, one, one less than one too many. You joined the show back in uh, earlier this year, I believe it was, was March talking about a lot of the wellness programs, talking about a lot of the wonderful things that your company was doing to keep employees uh, healthy, to, to, you know, make sure that, that they were doing okay through this entire pandemic. 
what is there an update? How is employee morale uh, these days? You can look at employee morale in two different ways. One, both on from uh, the mental state and the other aspect um, physically. And physically, if you don't feel well physically, your mental state is off. Um, but we are not doing as much as we did pre-pandemic, um, although we've shifted the way we're doing it. So instead of it being on-site, um, working with the employees, we've given them tools through our insurance company. Um, we use a company, uh, Saposnik is uh, the company that has worked with us over the years, and they've given us third-party tools to offer to our employees, um, which the employees are using when they get at home. So whether they're using similar apps to the Calm app and or various different exercise apps, they're able to utilize these at no expense to them. And so we're seeing that consistency happen in those terms from um, questionnaires that we send out for um, the employee morale to determine how they're doing. At the same time, uh, the ESI, Employee Satisfaction Index. These um, these tools are being used, but we're looking forward to going back to um, the in-store. Um, again, it's about the employees seeing them, seeing their activity, and having discussions with them um, after the fact of how they're enjoying these type of programs and what we can offer on site. Sticking with this topic of talent and a future of electric vehicles and electrified transportation, are you finding the talent that you might need in the service bay in the future? Um, and what are you doing to prepare the service department for EVs? So, you know, from two different perspectives, um, from the perspective of design and build, um, fortunately, we're, we're, and unfortunately, we're in the process today, and I say fortunately because um, we're planning for the future. We have... Um, new new service centers that are being built with that in mind with the future with electrification the only difference is um not necessarily agreeing where the manufacturers are today um where what their their needs and wants are i don't think it's necessarily always thinking about where the future is because i think that the service stall count is going to come down or need to come down as electrification comes on board because you're going to see less cars um, coming in because of um, you're not going to be park changing. But at the same time, um, understanding that we're 10, 12 years out. So I understand it from both perspectives of you're, pl you're planning for the future, but you're also um, you have today's business that's there. We're going to see a trickle down um, over the years of less cars coming in. And also, interestingly enough, um, as we all see, the cars that are being built to today are having less warranty issues mm -hmm. um, that once we once saw before. So um, we're seeing a change of that and building upon our customer pay business. We'll be right back with more. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. 
Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Do you see new business models emerging from for your business, right? If there's less vehicles coming into the service bay, the most one of the most highest profitable parts of a dealership business, less volume. Are you looking at other business models on the service side to engage these these electric vehicle owners? Um, we are studying it. We don't have anything um, today that we've um, homed in on. Um, and what we do have is um, three, four um, different types of solutions that we're looking at that it's, it's too premature to discuss um, on ways of added revenue streams. And that's really where what we have to do is look at um, the future, look at the different various different third parties out there, who's offering what. Um, again, the this is changing uh, day by day and, you know, planning for the future today is where what our goals are um, so that we could be ahead of time, ahead of the schedule or ahead of the curve, similar to the marketing efforts. What's interesting about your response is the fact that you do see future opportunities. Again, too premature to talk about. You're still thinking about those. But I think it's very interesting that you actually do see opportunities to engage consumers in the future around EVs as perhaps the repair and the the uh, repair and the maintenance side of the business sees less volume. Yes, in today's market, um we do business today as we know it. We have to plan for the future. So we have various different people within the company that have taken on the task to look at other solutions that will be able to take and work with our customers to be able to maximize the opportunities on those electrified cars. You know, that being said, the defects per VIN um, will be there on the first couple of years but you're going to see them drop um, dramatically over year three and four. So that's where what we have to plan for is um, how that will change. One thing to keep in mind, it's not going to be a light switch that turns on and turns off with electrification. We're going to see this progress over the years, depending on the manufacturers, 
you know, 2023 should be a big year in changes with different manufacturers seeing more and more electric vehicles all the way through 2030 and then 2035. So we're going to um, make changes um, and adapt accordingly. And as the new tools come out or the new um, this space opens up, there'll be more and more startups to be able to offer these type of um, add-ons and or other ways of producing income. We're looking at those what's out there today, and we'll also be looking as the times change and what's out there to be able to maximize that, both from uh, a consumer perspective um, as well as the warranty perspective. Talk a little bit about what your rooftops are doing to embrace digital retailing philosophies, tools, and maybe a little bit about what your team is doing to prepare for a future where internet cookies are no longer available to serve up very targeted messages. Well, realistically, the way I'm seeing it, it's it's about two years away. Um, we are seeing it, you know, with the Google and we're seeing with Facebook and we're seeing some are shifting greater than others. But we've aligned ourselves with a really strong company, Pure Cars. And, you know, and basically, and we've looked at if the sky starts to fall and drop, where are we at? And we've been preparing for this and we're there today. We've been moving, we've been shifting um, the way we're doing our business, um, you know, how our lead gen is coming about, retargeting the campaigns that go along with it, and understanding that, you know, first and primary is our first-party data, which we use on a regular basis, and nothing's better than using your own data because you know your customer, and you're able to complement that data with the other solutions out there. You know, whether, you know, we use um, Amazon Garage through uh, Pure Cars and or, um, and, and another one is, you know, Oracle offers uh, another solution that they use to be able to match up our customers um, with the customers out there in the marketplace. You know, keywords are being driven up right now. Price points are, you know, our cost per acquisition has gone up. And so we're trying to bring that down. So our cost per sale, you know, it goes back to modern marketing. That's really where and what... Um, today's about using your first part of data. Um, and, you know, you, then you look at your contextual data, you know, the buyer's interaction. So we're using these tools to be able to understand the lookalikes, where they are, what they're looking at, what cars they're driving. You know, all these solutions use that um, data. And, you know, Amazon Garage is a perfect example. They know where and what the customer's driving. And so you take your data and append it and you're able to find a lookalike customer. But it's changing, and we're building upon what we know today and using and trying to bring down our advertising costs. You know, it goes, like I say, it starts with um, the customer, what that cost per acquisition is, and trying to refine it to get to a, a more cost-effective way. So I think we as a company, um, we, with uh, the the party we chose, Pure Cars, have been tackling this uh, over the past year um, and seeing tremendous changes. Um, and also going back to 
getting that customer to our website. So you put the pixels there, you could track the, where they're going, and we're, we're collecting the data. And now how we use that data um, is um, up to our third-party solutions, our partners that we have, and our marketing team to be able to um, maximize that data that we have, that we've built over the years. It's very interesting, and it's consistent with other conversations I've had recently. And you know, the bottom line, fundamental key point principle is how much more valuable uh, that first party data has become. How much more useful it will be. How to leverage it in different ways as this future of no cookies um, uh, comes into realization. How about, you know, certainly, as you said, when we started this conversation, very uh, dynamic time for this industry. Why don't we close with an outlook on 2022? You've already provided your sense of when new inventory levels will return to to normal. What in other parts of your business, how are you feeling about 2022? Generally optimistic? You feeling in other ways? I'm feeling very optimistic. Um, I think that we have 2022 is going to be another strong year. Um, we have record profits. We've had rec- um, record profits for the past 10 years. Each year has done better than uh, the previous year. And um, needless to say, this year is just a phenomenal year. Um, I hope to be able to maintain it. It'll be interesting to see, you know, with the inventories coming and um, did we get front-loaded with inventory, meaning um, are we going to see inventories drop in 2022? Um, they're going to uh, stay consistent, and we may see um, less cars in 2022, but we're going to also have more opportunities with our pre-owned and to maximize it. The key to the whole, in my opinion, the key to the future is learn today what you're doing, and when times change, and they get better with more inventory is to be able to maintain and keep the same mindset that you've learned and to allow that to continue for the years to come. If we're able to do that, we have a tremendous, tremendous future um, over the years to come. That'll be the key to the future. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining me today on the Daily Drive podcast, sharing a little bit about what's going on in your business and providing a perspective on the industry as we look ahead. Appreciate you taking a few minutes. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you again for having me on board and congratulations on the new role that you've taken and look forward to building upon um, what we're doing today and building upon for the future for tomorrow. That's Daily Drive for Friday, October 15th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And to catch up on all of our episodes of Daily Drive, go to autonews.com forward slash daily drive. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday.